0: If you gave up your freaking career for your husband so he can have his career, his fame, you deserve a nice, cushy divorce. I'm sorry, come at me. But she gave up a lot and she gave up a body.
1: Welcome to Woke Pretty, the podcast where we dive headfirst into the juiciest slices of pop culture and the freshest toppings of current events. I'm Mira, an ex-corporate baddie that wants to do good in the world, but can't stop talking.
0: I'm Min, a corporate escapee turned podcast producer with a knowledge of random facts and thoughts on everything. Welcome, friends. Get ready to be swept away on a roller coaster ride through the latest entertainment headlines, celebrity escapades, and the trendiest tidbits lighting up our screens
1: and feeds. Each week, we'll be dishing out our takes on the most buzzworthy happenings, From Hollywood glam to viral internet sensations, and everything in between.
0: Whether you're in the midst of your morning routine, stuck in traffic, or just need a laugh to brighten your day, Woken Pretty is here to serve up a piping hot slice of entertainment
1: goodness. So, buckle up and brace yourselves, because we're about to mix up the perfect blend of pop culture and current event zest, right here on your favorite podcast platform. Don't miss a single episode, because with Woken Pretty, the party's just getting started. Let's dive in.
0: Welcome back, friends. Oh my goodness, what an action packed week we've got. But I'm going to kick it off because Mira, we are heading into September. Correction, we're in September. <laughs> and everybody is talking about this September surge more about this than I do. But yes. um, the September surge is when companies are looking to use the rest of their budget to make sure they spend all the money to hire new staff or layoff staff or new positions are opening up, whatever that looks like. And I released your podcast episode today on my podcast about closing the wage gap between men and women. But it wasn't just about closing the wage gap between men and women on my podcast. It was also about how colored people are viewed differently in the Mm -hmm. workforce and how we're paid Mm -hmm. differently. But I'm going to get you to kick us off because what is the September surge, this particular September surge going to mean for one, our economy and two, for people looking for jobs? Because Look. we're in a crappy place.
1: Look, <laughs> I don't know what I mean to our economy, except for the fact that, yay, people are getting hired. And min, I am putting my hat in that ring. I was told by a lot of people that I'm talking to that September is going to be the month. And so I think historically speaking, why is September is the month. People are out of vacation mode. Kids are back in school. In the US, we have Labor Day, which is literally the end of quote unquote summer, even though it's still technically summer season until way into September. But we consider it end of summer vacation because the kids are back in school. Everybody wants to spend their budget before the end of the year. So that Mm -hmm. hiring money, the money that they have, they're like, let's put it out there. Let's do it. Let's push it. Because then in November, we have Thanksgiving. And after Thanksgiving, it's nothing's happening. No one wants to do anything. Everyone's in holiday mode and it's just really difficult. So I think regardless of the economy, this time every year, it's like a cycle. This is when people like try to straighten up their budgets and straighten up their forecasts and be like, we're hiring people, we're bringing them in. So if you're in the job market now, I think it's great. I think in the U.S. at least there was a surge in August as well, which normally doesn't happen. Don't ask me where I'm getting that information, but that's what I heard. I don't have it quoted right here, but September surge is not by any means, oh, everyone's gonna get hired. It just means that there will be hundreds of thousands of jobs available. If you are seeking jobs, you might have a better chance. Obviously you and I both know you need to get your ducks in a row. Your resume has to be on point. Have somebody review your resume, have a recruiter review your resume. I spoke to a recruiter recently and they didn't really have anything good to say to me. I was like, why don't you just give me some feedback on my resume? Feedback was fine. It was good. Did I take it? No, but it's good to hear what they have to say. They're looking at hundreds of resumes a day. So get your resume on point. Know where you want to end up money-wise. For me, and if you know anything about me, anyone who's listening, I am all about getting paid and getting paid for the work that I'm doing. I love getting paid more if I'm doing less, but that's not really how I roll. I'm a hard worker. If I'm going to work hard, I'm going to put in my time, put in the effort, and then some. Most often women of color are working twice as hard just to prove themselves and prove that they got that position and they want to prove that they've earned it, even though they're already there. That's that Mm -hmm. mentality that we have. We, most people, I'm not going to speak for everyone, maybe women, white women feel the same way. I don't know. You are there and you're picking up that space and that's great. I feel like I have to still prove that I've earned it the entire time I'm at that job, no matter what I do.
0: Oh, so, I, I feel that. I feel that heavily.
1: I th- Now that I've been working for myself and working with women, I've noticed that black and brown women always feel that way. No mm-hmm. matter how great they do at work, no matter what goal that they've hit or what metric they've blown out of the water, they still feel like it's not enough. They are always yeah. competing with themselves. Mm-hmm. And I, I understand where it's coming from because it takes one almost not great thing to be like, oh, that's how she is. Oh, man. Oh, yep, she's angry. Oh, she's this. Or she don't tell her. It's so true. And it gets overshadowed. All of those sentiments overshadow your actual work. Oh my gosh. And it's so true. I know. And if Brad poops his pants, haha jokes, <laughs> and then they're like, man, and they joke about it, and then that doesn't hurt Brad's prospects down the no, road. No, of course not. No, Brad. Brad walking into the job. Getting that job, he feels like he's earned it already because he's there, whether he did or not, and he doesn't have to prove anything. So there's a different mindset. So money-wise, I always say to people, even if it's more than you're making, and you're going into a new job, still negotiate because you don't want to go in there, even though it's more than what you're making. Most likely, you're already underpaid. That's Mm -hmm. number one. As a woman, period, we all know those percentages. I, I know the U.S. labor percentages, so I won't go into it for the world, but I'm assuming everywhere it's like that. But In America, if you're a woman, you're getting paid like 84 cents on the dollar or something like that. I forget what the new statistic is. It just came out. And if you're an Asian woman, it's a different number. If you're a Latin woman, damn, you are like 55 cents on the dollar, honey, just purely based on your background. So it is really sad. And so even if a job that you're going to is offering you more than you're currently making, still negotiate because you don't want to go in there and feel like you've left something on the table Or the person next to you who's doing the same job is getting paid that much more than you, but you didn't even ask. Yeah. So it's just sad. But do yourself a favor. Mm -hmm. If they're offering you, they want you. They're not going to be like, oh, no, too much. They're just going to be like, they're going to put their stopgap on there and be like, we can't go more than this. And that's okay. They're not going to judge you. They're still going to offer you that job.
0: So. Let's talk about really quickly before we move on too much because there's a lot to talk about this week. But a lot of people are going to come back to you and be like, Mira, that's cool. That sounds great. Except I should go in there armed, right? I should know what else the industry is paying. Where am I going to find this info?
1: If you're, It, it depends. If you're entry level, you, you really don't have that much leverage. But if you are already in the industry, you have contacts. Like you have friends that work in the same company or have worked in their company and moved on into jobs that are higher or lateral jobs that are similarly paid, maybe the competitors, talk to them, ask them, give them what you're making. Why not? We have to be a little bit more transparent and it's hard. People get so, oh, I don't want people to know what I make, but you want to know what they make, right? So yeah. you put your foot out there they'll put their foot too and they'll try to help yeah. you, but make sure you have good relationships when you do that. There are also online resources, glassdoor.com, salary.com, indeed.com. U.S. Labor. If you go to uslabor.gov or whatever it's called, look it up. It has everything in your industry there. I tend to just go on Glassdoor and salary.com. I just like to look. Even when I'm interviewing, I go on there because I like to see the jobs and the interview questions and (laughs) why not? It's like a leg up. It's like somebody interviewed for a job that's similar or the same position and this is what they're asking. Why not?
0: Yeah, Um, absolutely.
1: Yeah, you do have to give a little piece of yourself though for some of those websites. You have to be, <laughs> <laughs> you gotta be like, oh, let me review my past companies anonymously. And le- rule, rule of thumb, guys, if you're gonna anonym- anonymously review your old companies, don't put that you were software developer level two and you were there for eight months and then you left because they know who you are because it's not yeah. anonymous. They know who, what software developer at level two was there for eight months. Let's be real. Mm-hmm. So try to be smart about it. <laughs> Yeah,
0: absolutely. Ooh, I like it. I like it. Okay. September surge is here and I am going to recommend everybody, even if you aren't looking, Mm -hmm. review your salary, at least know where you stand and don't forget to ask what you are worth because that was part of our discussion on my podcast and you have an entire podcast on that. Those will all be in the show notes. I've listened to
1: Mira's podcast. It's really good. So (laughs) those will all be in the show notes. Listen, careers are important for us women. Men too, of course. It's part of our life. We spend probably about 80% of our time focusing on our jobs, what we're doing there, the people that we're around. So if you hate your career, that sucks because that's a lot of, you can't just walk into your house and be like, ah, career behind me. Let me just focus on my home. It's so hard. Your mood affects what's happening in your personal life. So I agree with men. Like if you are happy, great. If you are inkling, just tap your toe in the water. No one's offering you a job. It's just good to look and see what's out there. But I think- Now people have that mindset of growth. We're out of COVID. It's been quite a while now, if you really think about it. Obviously COVID is coming back a little bit in in the healthcare industry. Like my husband's a doctor and he works at a hospital and it's back. But it's not the huge thing it was before. We know more about it. So Mm. the mindset is, I can go back and continue my career. We're going back into the office. The optimism is there. So take advantage of it. Hopefully going into 2024, there won't be that layoff mentality. Yeah, some companies at the end of the year, they're like, same thing I said earlier at the beginning of the conversation, they're looking at their budgets, they're looking at their sheets, their balance sheets, we got to spend this money. But they also some companies are like, nah, we got to get this money. So let's lay some people. So hopefully that doesn't happen.
0: I agree. I'm excited to see. I also hope that this helps move the economy a little bit in the sense of pulling us out of this silent depression that we're in. so we will see but I am wishing you luck because I do know that you have been going out for a couple of positions that you're very interested in so we'll probably keep track of that big announcement
1: guys yeah I am I love being my own boss but I really love working in my career and building it and I miss it and so I am going back I don't know where I don't know how and I don't know what I'll be doing but it's happening but yeah this is a busy month for hiring so maybe next week I'll have a different news for you or two weeks from now I don't know
0: I hope so. I hope so. <laughs> I'm keeping my fingers crossed for you. But then I'm I can't
1: even talk about it. it. If I get a job, no, I won't be, no, won't be able to talk about it. Able to talk about it. I'll be um, side eyeing. Don't talk worry. About
0: how you got the job, and how things have been going. And yes, but I'm still very excited for you. It's always exciting.
1: I know. I'm so, so happy about it. I didn't think I'd be happy about it. Look at my smile, guys. I
0: know. And I remember we had recorded my episode. Ooh, what feels like. <laughs>
1: forever but now
0: I- forever ago but it was only like two months ago and I remember that you were battling with that decision because you weren't sure as to what you wanted to do so I'm really excited for you because I think this is going to ignite some creativity and passion back into
1: you. so and I think what was hard for me was thinking about it as a typical job right going okay. into the office doing the thing and I think once you've moved on from a job I don't like to move backwards yeah. because there's reasons why you've left. And so now when I started thinking about the opportunities that's arising since COVID, right? Of course, most jobs are hybrid now and that's perfectly fine with me, but there's a lot of opportunity out there. And I'm interviewing these companies as much as they're interviewing me. Ooh. I, Yeah, the value, yes. the value of that company and what it brings to me is the number one thing versus the other way around. So that is a huge mental mind shift for me. And I think- once I realized that, man, the decision was very easy. I'm not just going to go back. I don't have to go back to work if I don't want to. I can continue doing what I'm doing and be perfectly fine. And yeah, is it a struggle sometimes? Okay. As a business owner, if anyone's a business owner out there, it's not always set and dry every month. You're fighting. The more you work, yeah. the better it is. The less you work, the worse it is. Yeah. But I, I miss the grind and I miss the people and I miss doing what I'm doing. And I will miss what I'm doing, too. But at the same time, I had to go through that journey to get here. And I know I'm not going to settle for anything less than what's going to make me thrive. Absolutely. To be continued, guys. To be continued. To be continued.
0: I uh, love it. All right.
1: Let's can we talk? About- yeah. Can we yeah, talk about Kevin Costner? Because I'm all over it. Okay. I so love- you
0: know a lot more about it than I do. I just, I'm just i seeing this poor woman get roasted. Roasted. On- Ugh. Okay. So as a mother and as a woman-
1: Yes, I would love to hear your take. First of all, her name is Christine. She's 49 years old. She is a mother of three. How old is he? That's not horrible, but how old is he? Dude's like almost 70. Okay, so she's a good 20 year difference. Here's my thing. Okay, I'm just gonna the kids say kids are it. 16, 14, and 13. So they're teenagers.
0: They're teenagers.
1: What are your thoughts?
0: Okay, here, I, I struggle with this a little bit, but I'm just gonna say it. If you gave up your freaking career for your husband so he can have his career his fame you deserve a nice cushy divorce I'm sorry come at me but she gave up a lot and she gave up her body her like I'm sorry okay granted the kids are older but she from what I understand she got like their prenup was ironclad like she got a chunk in the prenup she didn't get what he, his half of his net worth. She only got a chunk of what was in the prenup, what was allotted to her in the prenup. This, I believe, is his second marriage. I think so. So, no offense, Kevin Costner, but you didn't learn the first time? He did. Or maybe he has, you did. No. Because <laughs> he has a prenup. I was very glad. But then now she's asking for a higher child support payment to make sure that her children are given the same access or lifestyle as they're getting with their dad.
1: I agree with you. I don't think the internet should be roasting her the way they are. And I had this conversation on Saturday night. I had dinner with my friends and my one friend who's a guy went off on it. And I was just like, dude, she literally gave up her entire life so he could be continue to be successful. He was successful before there was a break for his career. But when he was away shooting for months on end, she's a single parent. Like people he, don't it wasn't like he was
0: away like up North California. He was actually in Canada. Like he's Yellowstone different... is shot in Alberta.
1: But outside of Yellowstone, he's done movies like yeah. while they were married. The oldest kid is what, 16? So mm-hmm. that's, uh, how long were they married for? At least 16 years. I don't know. But the problem arose in originally her child support payment was supposed to be $160,000 or something ridiculous like that. That was the original, and she wanted 175 or 195. She wanted like thirty thousand dollars more. I'm really messing up the numbers, guys, which is actually a really good thing because that means I don't really care about that much about the details in terms of other people's business. So whatever. But anyway, she wanted like a thirty thousand dollar increase, and so they went to court, and her lawyer, which obviously speaks for her, basically said that luxury is in their DNA, these children's DNA, which I think rub people the wrong way. What kind of statement is that? But okay. But the thing and is, she, they're right He's they're right. not wrong He's, but it's just the way that wrong. it's said is so privileged so the internet came for her because they're like chick even forty thousand dollars a month is great that is obscene amount of money that you could do a lot to with you but here to- exactly my point and i'm trying to tell my friend this my guy friend and i'm like so she ended up getting sixty three thousand dollars at the end of it per month so it went down from One sixty to 63. So So the judge didn't even increase decreased by a hundred thousand dollars. But here's my thing. My friend was like, justify what that $60,000 paying for. I'm like, bro, these kids are in school. She needs to buy or have an apartment or a house near their school in that area. You're looking at 40 to $50,000 a month. Easy. Not including the other things that she has to pay for to upkeep, because you get fined if you don't upkeep those places. Like also just all of their living expenses. So I'm wondering now, I didn't listen to their, I don't even know if it was public or what, because Kevin Costner was saying his biggest concern, and I'll literally quote it, my biggest concern is that the court orders me to pay child support that is above the needs of my children and the needs for Christine. You are a bajillionaire. You are raking in millions and millions. That is above your needs, sir. And you have these three three little things that will mooch the crap out of you. And who's taking care of your... Okay. Old. So hold
0: on. Let's go back for a second. Let's assume okay. because, and I don't want to assume, but Kevin, I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt here.
1: Let's assume that he
0: said he went to Christine and which I don't think he did. Let's be real, but let's assume he went to Christine. and He was like, you know what? I'm going to give you the $60,000 a month. That is your quote unquote money and anything over and above the ch- what the children need dental, schooling, all of that other stuff, I'm going to completely pay for. (laughs) This is the bank account that I'm setting aside for them. Here is the credit card, whatever, however that looks like for them. Let's assume that's what's happening.
1: I'm assuming that's what's happening. I'm assuming their house right now that they were living on is worth $145 million. Answer me this question, people who's coming for us or who's coming for her. What do you think, even if he gives her $200,000 a month, that is a joke compared to what they are already paying in living yeah but the woman as a mom I would try to keep everything as normal as possible try to keep my kids out of it try to get them to have the same type of life just two residences absolutely he must have said that I'll pay for all the things and that's why it went down and that's what I'm assuming but the thing is saying it and actually doing it outside of the school Very different thing. Yeah, the school and the this and the that. I hate to say it, but I've seen so many relationships where the dads have the best of intentions. And then as time goes on, they move on. They, they can detach a little bit more, it seems, than women. And they move on and then they just start anew. They start mm-hmm. anew. And they the original kids are not as much of a priority. I hope it's not the case for Kevin. I really do. Dude, again, is 70 years old. You gonna need these kids to wipe your butt. Soon or hire somebody to wipe your butt.
0: That's not something I want to think about for Kevin. Oh, they no, were married gonna... for 18
1: years. 18
0: years. Sorry. Dude. The other thing goes back to, and listen, I'm not going to roast her, but girlfriend, you shouldn't have signed that pre
1: She should have, but they would have for more payment, money. The original payment. Come at was... me.
0: I would have asked for more money. <laughs> I would have put a stipulation in there in regards to children. This goes this, she might this have whole situation that. made no. me think of made me think of that episode of sex in the city where charlotte's negotiating with them and you uh, remember um, this
1: episode this is the first husband right
0: yeah with trey's mom and she was like i'm worth a million and in my head i wanted to be like you need to ask more money when it comes to you having children with this because <laughs> that, well, that was mother but
1: but most huh? prenums include that now. Not that I'm an expert at prenums, but Beyonce's prenum because clearly I know it so well. Uh, her prenum or rich, she's a girl has a prenum and a postnum. First of all, postnum her Good post for Becky you. allegedly post Becky allegedly. Her prenum, I think she gets. Remember when they got married. She was Beyonce, but she wasn't Beyonce. Jay-Z was the mogul or whatever, and she is now a mogul in her own right, so who knows? But I think what it had said was $2 million for every year they were married and for every child that they produced, there's a certain amount. Obviously, it's a joke because girl don't need any of that. And in fact, she probably would be paying him something after at the end of it. But it's interesting when you think about it the reversed way, though, because do you pay the guy if they're making less money than you? It's a prenup say like it's whoever is the breadwinner. I don't know. Or is it just like identifying it men and this person? I think it identifies the person. You so don't I don't, a I'm not a lawyer. In
0: regards to that. But I, listen,
1: I'm not a lawyer. Um, I, I, I want know. my
0: girls to win one. Hey, Brit, look at our girl, Britt Britt and Kevin Federline. Yeah, it makes me upset with
1: Brit she's Brit. literally bankrolling his life and the kid's life. But isn't that the same thing as Kevin Costner and Christine Costner? Like he's expected yeah. to bankroll her life and her kids. Just yeah. Like, and the thing is,
0: if it's good for the goose, it's good for the gander. So you
1: can't. Yeah. Like, like the I, kids are. I'm with yeah. you.
0: I'm with you. I I don't know.
1: Look, Kevin Federline was married to her for two seconds. Christine was with him for 18 years and had three kids. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And she gave up. Like she was young still. She gave up her life. I feel like she. <laughs> what did Kevin Federline give up? Shar Jackson or something? You <laughs> know, was he yeah, dating nothing. like Shar Jackson or? Yeah. That is taking me nothing, way back. Nothing. Then. Nothing. She. <sighs>
0: How old was she when they got married? She's 47 now, you said?
1: What did Did I say she was? Kevin Costner's wife, Christine, is her name. She is... He's 68. And she is... 49. They've been married for
0: 18 years.
1: She was 31. Okay. That's young for me, guys. I was about
0: to say, I feel like that was... But then again, like your brain's fully developed. You've had some life experience. Of course.
1: But they were With dating she- for a while too, I'm sure. I'm not saying she was that young. I, look, they had a great marriage for 18 years. It's a long time. It's just sad that it came down to this, but apparently there's okay, allegations. Gonna Are you going to say it or do you want me to say it? I'm just saying okay. he's Don't already claiming he's already claiming that she has $20,000 clothing bills and her plastic, assuming- I think... It's just interesting how all of a sudden they're getting divorced and there's no reason why. It's not coming out why. And he's calling her out on her plastic surgery bills. I would not put it past him for have moved on already. Just saying. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know him. Uh, I don't, don't know, know
0: him. Maybe I don't think a- we should roast her though. I think that if she's trying to keep up a lifestyle for her children. Yeah, but what if she found I someone
1: is thing. moving on? Maybe she's sick of being lonely. We don't know. We don't know. Who
0: cares if they found out that somebody else is moving on? This is, at the end of the day, this really comes down to her being able to provide a life for her children that they deserve. If, okay, Mira, your husband makes, your husband's a doctor. You just said that earlier. And currently at the moment, you're not working. If things went awry, wouldn't you ask your husband to provide the same life for your son in two different homes? It depends.
1: It depends. So I have a, a friend actually, not to give too much away, but she's with somebody and he's in a situation where he had to get divorced. The wife doesn't work. The kid, he tried to do it as amicably as possible. And it just became this thing where it's a bitterness from the ex-wife and she wants, it's not just about money. It's about time and the jealousy and the this and the that and him moving on and this whole thing. <clears throat> if I got divorced from my husband, let me think about this. First of all, I'm not leaving this house. That's number one. This is my house. It's my house. I would hate that we would have to sell it, but yeah, I would love him to pay for me to stay here and keep my kid in the same situation. I would ideally love to not change my kid's life. I wouldn't want to change where he goes to school, his daycare. I wouldn't want to change any of the extracurricular activities and that would take X amount per month. So Mm -hmm. I would expect it. Yeah. I do make money though, guys, just so you know. (laughs) I do make money.
0: Oh, honey, that wasn't, under, that but wasn't I, under I know,
1: but I just wanted to say, but now, she, I also, but now this
0: poor woman has been one out of her home. And listen, it was still the matrimonial home. She raised her children there. She, and granted, they lived in a very wealthy area. This is what happens when you go to Hollywood, you make ridiculous
1: amounts of money. You get to live in a very wealthy area with the sacrifice, if, the sacrifice yeah, of I'm not sad, having she, your, the same thing. Not that Christine's Christine Costner situation is the same as mine, but I sacrifice a lot in terms of time. So, my husband works seven days on, seven days off. Those seven Which days- I
0: think is something that isn't recognized, especially yeah. when you're a 14 woman. 14
1: hour days, 14 hour mm-hmm. days, seven days a week. And then he's off. And then those days that he's off, you would think he's here mentally, physically. He's sleeping, he is recuperating. Then when he finally rests for like a day and a half or whatever, he's okay. All the things that I have to do, all the errands that I never got to do. When you're working, you could still run your errand, go to the pharmacy, go do this. He's okay. I got to mow the lawn. I got to do this. I got to do this. I, he literally has an agenda of things he has to do. Plus spend time with his kid. Yeah. It's just, it's hard. And that's an everyday thing. If he was away for six months at a time, shooting something in another country, I have to stay here and be the single parent. I said this earlier. She's basically a single parent for Mm -hmm. how many years? Like 16 years, I would say, because that's the oldest one. So that's hard. And there could be resentment there. And I don't know. I don't know. But the fact that he's saying she has plastic surgery bills and her clothing bill and everything, I'm like, now you're just throwing, now it's getting messy. Like before we don't know why they're divorcing and they're just divorcing and we're talking about the numbers, but now it's getting messy. Where mm-hmm. we're starting to know about her plastic surgery bills and all this stuff, and Dude, we don't oh, know Betty. what she did before. Was she an actress before? Was she a writer? I don't know. People on the internet were like, well, "Why don't you go back to work?" What do you? It's not that easy to go back to work. Like you have to start from yeah. the bottom again. Yeah. You think a four fifty thousand dollars salary is going to help her three kids and wherever they live—Beverly Hills or Santa Barbara or whatever. Santa Barbara, I think it's Santa Barbara. It's so freaking expensive. Yeah. Poor. Lady. All right. It well... Just sucks. Divorces suck. The kids are the ones that suffer. It's just terrible. No matter if you try to be the best person you could be and your spouse, there's always something. And the people that get hurt the most are the kids. And it's sad. You just have to really be conscientious of it. Well, and and the other thing
0: is this is a very public
1: discussion that's
0: happening and the people that are watching it. I'm not a KK fan. I've just never been a fan of her. But watching her go through what she went through, <laughs> even now, but Kanye like he stopped. But watching oh, didn't he her, married? Really- Kanye's mm-hmm. married
1: again to some lady named Bianca. It's Kanye. I She's didn't even got know married. married. This is how much I just don't care about either one of them. But watching her go, and I
0: wasn't even completely immersed in it. It just happened to have. But I felt bad for the girl because I was like, man, this dude. You have kids. If You may not love her and that's fine. You don't have to like her anymore. You don't have to love her anymore. Everybody's seeing it. But for your own children, like th- one day they're going to come back and they're going to be like, why were you so mean to mom? What did she do to you? And if they don't, then you're lucky. But I think they're going to ask questions. And this is this, I feel like this is going to be the same thing. At some point in time, those kids are going to be like, wow, that was a mean and ugly divorce. Why wouldn't you hide this a little bit? If you're not, if you don't care about your spouse, at least protect your children.
1: But here's the thing though. You're acting like these kids are going to find out about it later on. They are living in a situation where he knows they and already they're older prob- and they
0: understand.
1: They probably already had comments as little kids and stuff. And first of all, their level of fame is so ridiculous. People are asking them shit all the time or like saying comments around them. You just can't hide anywhere from it. It's just, sad. it's just sad, whatever. I don't know what to say. Oh, uh, it makes
0: me sad. I hope for I feel the internet stop. Stop it! You don't know <laughs> what their life is like. You don't know what her life is like. We don't know anything. We only know what's being told to us. And even if her lawyer did say, like they were, yeah, these kids were. They've got grown accustomed to luxury. That's the price you pay for being a huge movie star and giving your children, like a lifestyle that with private jets and silver spoons. Like this is what happens. Do you need to keep that? Yeah, you do. Sorry. You
1: you always have the choice too. You could be in Hollywood and have things be easier or you Mm -hmm. could do what Melanie, not Melanie, Michelle Pfeiffer did. Girl got married, moved out of Hollywood, like far out, she peaced out. You could always fly back or drive back, okay? She moved way the hell out, raised her kids, still is married, doing her thing. And her kids are probably very normal. Besides having a famous mom. And there is something to be said about that. So I don't know. It's what you prioritize. Can we talk about Carmen Electra real quick? I just saw something real juicy.
0: (laughs) I've heard that even
1: years. Carmen Electra, guys. She's around. She was in that MTV show Singled Out. What's it, girl? I don't even... The
0: only thing I know about Carmen Electra was the videos that she used to... The exercise videos that she used to make that were really... No offense if people did it, but they were really crappy. And truthfully, I wouldn't be surprised now if she was a OF fan. Yeah, OF so fans
1: basically fans. she has an OnlyFans page. Ah!
0: <laughs> and her what I'm, I'm sorry. Wife,
1: she's making waves because she released that her the biggest request on her OF page is videos of her feet. So I, I wanted to just I say that. It. I have talked about this with my friends ad nauseum. <laughs> They're like, oh, if I need money, I'm just going to put videos of my feet up and blah, blah, I blah, say things. this
0: all the time. Feet finder is my thing. People, if- Why do you, think you I have Carmen Electra
1: and you want to see her feet? Okay, first of all, I know you've probably seen it all already before. But oh God, like, it's Carmen Electra. Of course we have. Ew, her feet. I've always like watched Beyonce's feet and I'm like, yo, your feet is busted because you wear those heels all the time but people want to know people want to know people are requesting her feet that's her number one thing to request on her of page breaking news guys breaking news did it say how much she makes on these feet videos i didn't read the article i was
0: a little shocked when these feet videos take off on the on the of platform and i mean it like listen people have a foot fetish
1: <clears throat> people, a lot that. of people have foot fetishes I don't <laughs> she's 51 damn good for her good girl she looks great she looks great let's see she loves having artistic control over her super popular OnlyFans page she's her own boss when it comes to the content she gets the freedom to do whatever she wants girl listen go ahead girl go ahead bring your 90s back the 90s, bring the 90s back, back and fall back. forth yeah I feel like oh, it's boy. going out to the two thousands now, but she was two thousands, wasn't she? In like Baywatch or something? Yeah. She was, was in Baywatch? Baywatch.
0: I think she Again, was.
1: I'm I, pretty sure she was there I never for a Baywatch.
0: So I don't know. That's
1: she was replacing thing. Jenny McCarthy in singled out. I remember that, and then she went to Baywatch to be the new CJ, like the person who replaced CJ Walker when Pamela Anderson pieced out. They had to get hot people. I don't know. Whatever. She got her freedom. She's doing her thing. I love it for her. For her, what else can we talk about? I love that we see that women are winning. Oh, yeah, I think she's winning. I'm not judging her for anything.
0: No, girl, if, you if say- they want pictures yeah. of
1: your feet or videos of your feet, the go only people, ahead. The only
0: reason that people are mad about this is because a woman has autonomy over what her body and how she makes her money. <laughs>
1: That's why you're pissed. If the, the sad part is the people who are mad about it don't tell me you don't be going on there, okay? No. You are part of the problem. It's the same people who shame women for breastfeeding did you hear about this last week or two weeks ago this oh woman my god was why pre- is this
0: oh, my, okay i'm sorry it's why so is this ridiculous discussion? nobody
1: shames you for going to the bar and having 60 she shots literally of tequila. was this in her tent to get that. she was in her tent at the beach and somebody thought it was disgusting and took a picture of her and posted it online and shamed her she why found he out about mad? it because she it went viral so she was like oh shoot that's me and she came yeah. out and was like, I'm not apologizing for feeding my child. Why are you taking a picture of me feeding my child? Also,
0: how rude. How rude for you to take a photo of a, a baby how rude. Being, like, having lunch.
1: The problem is, I'm going to say it was a man. I don't know if it was, but I'm going to say it's a man. Second of all, you are the one who sexualized it to begin with. That's why you're so ewed about it. You're so grossed out by it. Yeah. The boobs are a sexy thing, but it's also not a sexy thing. It's nurture. It's food. It's comfort. Yep. Come on, people. It's disgusting. Go to another I can't believe country. That we're still, this is still under discussion at this day and age. I'm in sorry, North America, like- in in the U.S. anyway, I don't know about Canada, but in the U.S., it's disgusting how people are like that. Go to any other country, and nobody questions this. Nobody.
0: It's not as it's not as predominant as what when we hear about it in the states. We don't hear about it as often in Canada. It still happens though. There's still people who are like, "Why are you doing this?" But really, like in my head, I'm like, "Do you want to feed him? I don't mind." I nursed my children. And I'm sure you nursed your little man.
1: It's I did not.
0: Awkward enough. Oh, you did not? Okay. Good for you, girl.
1: <laughs> I didn't feel like it. Didn't. And I was like, ex- girl, I, I'm you not know what it is? You. It's exhausting. I was judged. I was judged. My Ooh, sister told me she was for In the hospital, even the doctor sat down with me and was like, I really would like to know your reason. She's just to know. And it was just very judgmental. But I told her because I don't want to, I simply don't want to. And people hated that. I had my own reasons that I didn't care to share, but that's what I said, but it shouldn't matter what I say or don't say. I left it. I didn't really want to do it. And I was like, when he's born, I'm going to see how I feel. Kid was super healthy, super great. And even my husband didn't push me, but he was like, I would love for you to do it for at least three weeks. If you were ever thinking about it, just the first three weeks. And I have, I know someone currently who had a baby recently and she was against it. And then unfortunately her baby had some issues and she's like all about feeding the baby now because you do what you have to do to protect your child. Oh, of course. Yeah. I will
0: say, hold on. I So let's go back. First of all, nur- I nurse my children and it's exhausting. It's physically, mentally and emotionally exhausting. And there is a point in when you're in your nursing stage of your baby where they go through a growth spurt. And do you know what that's like? It Being literally fun. like it never leaves your boob. I, I remember my, I had, my daughter was not so bad for some reason. She just kept the milk better. I don't know what it was, but my son, when he would go through a growth spurt, there was like five minutes throughout the day where he wasn't on because breast milk is pure water. There's not much fat in it. So it flows through them. So there was one, like a good two weeks where I remember at like day three, my mother came to visit me and she was like, when was the last time you showered? I was like, I don't know. I was like, I don't even know the last time this kid wasn't on my boob, I'm tired, I'm exhausted. And that was the point where my mom was like, it's time to move him into formula. You can't do this. So I did. So breastfeeding in general is exhausting. And you burn, when people say it's like a run, it, it literally is like a run because you burn so many calories. The other thing that happened with my son when I was nursing him was I was nursing him so much, I was dehydrated and was hospitalized because I forgot to eat and take a sip of water. I also had, at the time, a toddler. My daughter was uh, two years, almost two years by that point. So I had a toddler. So I was trying to deal with my toddler and trying to deal with this this new baby. And I was a young mom. So one, nursing is exhausting. Mentally, emotionally, physically, it's all around exhausting. And then to shame a mother for feeding her child. Yeah. Like you are the jerk. And then you're also the jerk for taking a photo of her. And you're you're a a jerk.
1: And that's not the word I want to use. There are other words. Let's not forget if that kid kept crying and disturbing the peace, he would have been a jerk too. You're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't.
0: There's no win.
1: No win. There's no win. So, Literally no,
0: no winning here. I'm sorry. No, if a child needs, I'm also at the point in my life where if I had another child that I had to nurse in public, that boob is coming out because I'm going to shut that kid up. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't mom, do so well with
1: the. My mom had five kids. My oldest sister, the eldest, she was like, she would not let up. <laughs> she was like, I ain't doing this again. So the rest of us, the four of us after her, we got nothing. And look, I'm an eighties baby. OK, you know, that formula back in the 80s and I was in a third world country, honey. If I turned out this healthy and suerte, sor- you better believe that milk is great now. Oh, come God, on. Yeah, the yeah, milk yeah. is so crazy good right now. So that's what was my reasoning. But I had I have other issues. So I was like, I don't know if I want to get the.
0: Well, from one mom to another, my son still got very was hospitalized when he was two. Why? From Kawasaki's. Kawasaki's is a blood disorder. Oh, God. That attacks Asian boys between the ages of two and five. And it causes it, it basically, if you don't catch it on day 10, your child basically, like a two year old, could suffer from a heart attack, essentially. And they need to give you a blood, a blood product. It's not a blood transfusion, but it's a blood product to replace. Yeah. And then they watch your child for the next 18 years. For the 18 months for sure. But then for the next couple of years, he had, my son had to go in and make sure his heart was okay. So I'm going to say That's this. Is that, And my son was nursed for a good eight months. And for a good five months of that, he was only on breast milk. And that was my body. Thing. and my immune system so you feel guilty I, I do i feel guilty for did you at the time did you feel like you did something yeah i, I honestly th- i was like it's my it was my milk like i had to have done i literally went through every single book that i could find in regards to what i possibly could have eaten at around that time what was i injecting to my body did i take birth control too early again like a bunch of things went through my mind so i don't think it has anything to do with i think some diseases just happen he's also a healthier kid after all of this has been said and done, but yeah, it's terrifying and you don't know what's going to happen down the road. Yeah. Yeah. You can't from one mom to another. If you didn't nurse, I don't blame
1: you. It's exhausting. I don't and feel guilty about it. My kid it was Shouldn't. thankfully super healthy and it worked out, but I just grew up in a place where no one really like you're doing what you're supposed to do. Your kids come first. We have sexualized women's bodies for so long that it makes you uncomfortable to see that being used in a certain way, but yet you're gonna go and pay for porn. Like the fetish, it's just crazy to me. But it's never it's a patriarchy. It's their yep. world. We just yep. we're just the ones that live in it. Anyways. <laughs> you have another topic for us. Yeah. <laughs> what else are we talking about today? You saw that Beyonce went back to LA? I feel like the amount of videos that I saw over the weekend about the people who went to her concert, all the celebrities, like the Duke and Duchess of Sussex were there.
0: Oh, yes. Yes. And was that like was the first the time they'd gone out since like rumors of their divorce. Man, that girl.
1: Gets Diana crazy. Ross came out and sang her happy birthday on stage. I love Diana Ross. I know. Me too. I love her. She Just was probably her. shocked. She's that boss bitch. Like she got her whole thing going and she's like, wait, why didn't you interrupt my music? It's not right. And then Diana Ross comes out. Hey, that's awesome.
0: That was awesome.
1: I know. That's and Jeff awesome. Bezos was there
0: ugh. with nobody the Kardashians.
1: <laughs> nope. Again, ugh, nobody cares. I, did, I hope I, they I, paid full, full price. That's all I can say. Is that I hope they paid. They probably price. had a suite or something. or Beyond the suite, they probably had more than a suite. They probably were like right in the front. There's like the little pool of the VIP area. Then there's the suites. Yes. So they're probably well, in that VIP Regardless, area. I hope they paid full price. <laughs>
0: I just, I want to see, quote unquote, the little people get this stuff like that for free, not the people who afford it.
1: I just think it's weird that he's, who knows, the Kardashians were there with them, so. That, that also doesn't shock me. I s- I'm, look- I'm literally looking at a picture now of like their Kardashians and him and his girlfriend, Lauren Sanchez, Swisher, Sanchez. Oh yeah, she was on E! Entertainment or X- Extra or some- something like that. So yeah, kind of don't, don't care about for her. I so don't care about this. Let's yeah. move on. <laughs> yeah, let's move on. Let's move on. What else you got? What else you got going on? Let's talk about the Jonas Brothers. Oh, I love the Jonas Brothers. Why would Topic with the Jonas Brothers? What? Girl, apparently. I'm, I'm sorry, can Joe I tell Jonas, you how badly
0: I like belt out Waffle
1: House inside my car? I don't die for I Waffle love- House. <laughs> Are you kidding? I love that song. I, Caper, I, go just, on. I thought it was so whatever. Anyway, I love it. Uh, Joe Jonas apparently retained a divorce lawyer last week he's married to sophie turner sansa That's from game it. of thrones and apparently it came out i guess he's the one watch having to be with the kids all the time because she's maybe shooting something somewhere i don't know i not we on tour aren't the Jonas brothers on tour and Come he's not watching his kids he's being a dad guys grow up okay listen you can't
0: <laughs> I, I, i'm just kidding ladies please for the love of god choose who you have children with <laughs> I'm going to say this. I didn't have children I have two with kids. my ex-husband purely because I knew that this is the crap
1: that would have gone down between the two of us. What Wait. a jerk. <laughs> Wait, what? Say that again. Joe Jonas. I don't Joe know Jonas. What a I jerk. But
0: I didn't, I wouldn't. Assist. Okay, listen. I talk about this pretty openly. I've been married before. I got divorced. I left my ex-husband in during the pandemic 2020 on the day that I left the man had the caucasity to ask me if we could have a chat in which case I laughed because I was like on the 11th hour you want to ask to have a chat with me to what work things out I was like no so I laughed a year later we got a divorce and I will tell you the day that I decided not to have children with that man because he wanted kids so badly like want to talk about a guy's clock ticking like his clock is ticking the day that I decided to have to not have children with that man was the day that I realized when he said to me, he was like, yeah, if we ever got a yard, I'd mow the lawn.
1: <laughs> wow. That's generous. That is a generous I'm laughing thought. about it now,
0: Mira, because it's so funny. It's so funny.
1: Anyway. So
0: yes, ladies, be, be careful as to who you have children with because- this is the, this Joe Jonas situation is giving me ex-husband.
1: I don't know. Joe Jonas, to, to be honest, I don't know if they're gonna divorce or not. Cause he performed at one of his concerts and he had his ring on still. So who knows what's going on there, but he did retain. Girl, you and I lawyer. know a ring means nothing. He did. He retained a divorce lawyer. Oh, that's all I know. She's also, she was 21 when they got married. Oh, she was a baby. She was, she started her career at 14 or 12 or something like that. Remember that? She's still a baby. No, nine years old. She was Sansa at nine years old. Yeah. She got married at 21. Yeah. 21, man. And she already has two kids. She's maybe 24 now, 25. She's very young. He's not. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, Yeah, so we'll we'll keep a watch on that. One One of those things. Yeah. So let's talk about Burning Man. You know Burning Man Festival? Yes. You hear what happened there? No. But what happened at Burning Man, which is that festival that they have in Vegas or outside of Las Vegas, right? So it's Nevada. It's in the desert. They, people go there, they're dropped off and then they just party for three days straight. Famous people come and perform. There's drugs, blah, 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 blah. Basically the weather was really bad and there were like mudslides and stuff and they closed the airports. There's a lot of rainfall. Nobody was leaving. Nobody was, the people were stuck at Burning Man including Diplo and Chris Rock and they decided to walk together to to, to try to leave the desert to walk the desert Chris and Rock they and them Diplo to- yeah together so they basically told everybody that there's no planes coming in and out there's no whatever so please conserve your water and your food and stuff for an unforeseeable future and they decided to walk i think somebody died somebody died burning man At Burning Man. So basically Diplo and Chris Rock were walking. They walked about five to six miles and then a fan saw them. Maybe they didn't even know who they were because you have all the stuff on because it's a desert Mm and some good Samaritan decided to help them and give them a ride on the back of their truck. And so they, they basically, yeah. I don't think it's, I wonder, I don't know how long the festival is. I know it got shut down before the festival was done and that's why they still had some of the celebrities and stuff there. But yeah, a fan picked him and picked them up on the back of his pickup and helped them escape. <laughs> so good for good Samaritans. Well, if I would let,
0: I don't know if I would pick up Chris Rock, but. I, I think they the were just guys, trying so to
1: help know. some people. I don't think they knew it was Chris Rock. And I mean, good likely. for you for helping out a Samaritan. I just,
0: good for you for being a good person.
1: I'm not a fan of Chris Rock. I would have been like, yeah. Enjoy the desert. <laughs> oh, I guess Diplo said, I legit walked the side of the road for hours with my thumb out because I have a show in DC tonight and didn't want to let y'all down. Diplo. Oh, on. that's nice. Also, that's shout nice. out to this guy for making the smart purchase of a truck and not knowing it was for this exact moment. <laughs> I hope you invited him to his show. Front yeah, row.
0: Seriously, Yeah, I hope so. I hope you like did something nice for him since he did something nice for you. Yeah, I don't mm.
1: Also, though, would you go to a festival? Hell no. Like Burning Man? Are you crazy? I don't like crowds. Would you do Coachella? If I do Coachella, I need to go for one day. I need to have a nice hotel back at the thing. I'm not staying in a tent. I'm bougie. Those tents are pretty nice, apparently. If I could do the VIP experience and I have other people with me that I don't have to figure it out, yes. So I have friends who've done the VIP experience at Coachella. And, and? in my mind, I'm like, dude, that must cost
0: you. And not the like the super elite VIP experience, but staying in. They don't call them a tent. What do they call them? A yurt? Oh, the yurts. Yeah. <laughs> so I have friends who've done that. And they, I should say I have one friend who's done that. But isn't <laughs> it like hot?
1: It's Coachella. Where is Coachella? In Palm Springs? Yeah. yeah isn't it hot? <laughs>
0: I assume no. so it's in the middle in of yurt? summer. It would be in a yurt. I'm guessing. That I like... just
1: don't like crowds. I don't like dirty people all around me. I don't.
0: So we have something in Ottawa called blues fest and it's nowhere near the size of Coachella. And we don't do the whole tent thing. Could they even do the tent thing on the ground? No, he would have to take it out of town if he did that. Ooh, Mark Monahan, I think that's a possible strategy for you, but I ain't driving out of town, so don't move it. But Yes. I did Blues Fest this summer for Shania Twain and Ludacris and Pitbull. Ludacris opened for Pitbull. It was so busy on those two nights. And I did VIP experience for both of those. And they were nowhere near the tickets of what Coachella would have cost. But it it was nuts. It was actually legitimately. There were so many people that I couldn't imagine going to Coachella. And like, I don't like getting like gross So I I don't mind crowds, but I don't want to do the sticky like together. And if there was a chance that I'd be stuck in a desert, good luck. Good luck. I wouldn't do Burning Man. I may do Coachella. Coachella sounds like fun.
1: Again, I would do Coachella if I, I would probably do it for a day and a night and then peace out. We have a bunch of them in New York now and like Governor's Island and stuff. And I don't care. I just don't like crowds. I like music, but I like listening to music, but I don't need to be in a concert. I just started liking concerts like in the past few years. So I'm just, I don't know. But speaking of festivals, you remember Fire Festival? The one that that people oh, got read. They and- named it Fire Festival, and it was legitimately a fire. Are we talking about?
0: Are we talking about the documentary?
1: Yeah. So it, that guy went to jail. Obviously. Awesome. If you, obviously, if you if y'all don't know, you should look it up and look at the documentary. But he created Fire Festival. It was supposed to be in the Bahamas. This a luxury thing. I think the starting price was a hundred thousand dollars. And the food was weekend. toast, and it wasn't even toast. It was bread and cheese. That's all they had because people he didn't do the planning properly. He just thought not. it would happen. Anyway, the guy went to jail for fraud and whatever and then he came out and he wants to redo Fire Festival the right way. Just so you know, it's going to be December 2024. So next December. So he has a full year and a half to plan it, guys, in case you're wondering. But it everything went wrong with the first one, but there's no lineup right now, there's no location right now, but it's happening. So. Yeah. The infamous Fire Festival is happening again. No, I will not be going to that. Yeah. I think one thing to note about the Fire Festival, if you saw the documentary, was that the locals really banded together to help people. Yeah. I think that was something. they felt bad. It felt bad. That was, these people are poor. A lot that, of that showed humanity. Humanity. That,
0: that's the stuff that we, that I, and you too, we live for. That's the stuff that where people like, as much as I don't like Chris Rock getting picked up in the desert, because I would have been like, eh, it's Chris Rock and you can run hell.
1: It <laughs> he was with Diplo, though. I have no idea who this duplo is. I feel really out of touch today. You better look him up after we're done here.
0: I, I will say, like, when humanity, when stories of humans helping other humans out, that fills my soul to nobody's business. I love hearing about other people helping other people out. So the fire Festival for me, when people were helping other people, I was like, yes, amazing.
1: Yeah, but the thing is, that's out of their own pockets now. And I think I remember it was, like, Kendall Jenner, Bella Hadid, like, all those famous models and influencers at the time they were paying them so much money to promote the event so clearly people wanted didn't it even but... go no but was they kendall were being jenner, to... in there no they were paid to promote it they were paid hundreds of thousands of dollars just to promote it to get ticket sales and they did their job but i think with the lawsuit i think they had they ended up having to pay some people back like i think kendall jenner was re- required to pay back like a hundred thousand oh, dollars p- pennies in a bucket for that girl ah, in billy a mcfarland billy mcfarland was the guy's name. And he mm-hmm. did it with Ja Rule. So I don't know how Ja Rule got out of this. But anyway, yeah. So Billy is on TikTok now that he's out of jail. He kind of reminds me of the guy that did the... What's the thing with the girl who the topless girls back in the day? What's that in guy's the name? The t
0: contest? Oh.
1: Yeah. And he did those tapes. And then... Do you know what I'm talking about? The girl yep, gone wild. I can Go see Girls Come Gone Wild, yeah. and then he went to jail and came back out, and he became famous because of what he like infamous but famous. This is what this just reminded me of. The guy even looks like him, but anyway, he's free from prison. His name is Billy McFarlane, and he is definitely saying Firefest Fest Two is a thing. So tickets are going on sale. In case anybody wanted to know, we're gonna watch those something. ticket
0: sales because I'm curious to see what those ticket sales
1: look like. Maybe people would do it. Well, the first one 100- hundred. like. There's no lineup yet. There is no location yet. The first 100 pre-sale tickets sold out. What? Tickets cost $499. There are other price tiers in a coming soon section of the site, which range from $799 to $7,000. hundred
0: of those $400 tickets have already sold
1: out? $499 to $500. Firefest 2 has no lineup. There's no specific venue either. The proposed date is early December 2024. So thanks to the first round of ticket sales, Billy McFarlane and his new team of investors already have $50,000 in pocket. That look says it all. But Ja Rule is no longer part of this, just so you know.
0: I'm giving up on ha- mankind. We're not this dumb. Guys, please tell me that. What? Okay, let's just move on. because Are we not I'm that dumb, somebody- we? Whoa, I mean, I know
1: I'm, I'm not. Who... <laughs>
0: Who is spending $500? I'm guessing also $500 USD. So in Canada, that's a good $600, $630 bucks.
1: But that's just for the ticket for a location you don't even know where it is. Or a lineup. The, you could be seeing... You could be seeing...
0: Uh, I'm trying to think Listen, of a, a no-name this person is, playing a violin.
1: This is still a lot cheaper than what it was before. Fire Festival had like VIP tickets for $100,000. The first one. So yeah. That's not a win, Mira. <laughs> I'm just saying, it's all how you market it, and guys get—he got fifty thousand dollars in his pocket.
0: But he's gonna blow.
1: Let's see if he pulls it off. Yeah, I don't know who's gonna want. I don't know who's gonna perform, but not my problem. That's what's happening. That's the news, guys. Yeah. We talked a lot today about different things. We did. We did.
0: All right, let's wrap this (laughs) up, super.
1: We always enjoy talking to you guys and thank you for listening. So please follow us on Instagram and TikTok. We post our little tidbits there every day, almost. And of course, if you like us, please share with your friends and subscribe to this podcast. If you want to email us and give us your comments or follow us on TikTok or Instagram, we are happy to hear what you have to Mm -hmm. say and happy to discuss what you would like us to discuss. But I think we run the gamut here. We talked about careers. We talked about divorces. We talked about prison fire festival fire festival so we're all over Oof. but this is great this is good yes it was a great, great episode yeah until next time guys thank you for listening thanks guys and
0: that's a wrap on another captivating episode of woke and pretty we hope you had just as much fun as we did diving into the depths of pop culture and current events
1: remember you're the heartbeat of our podcast Your support, your comments, and your enthusiasm keeps us fired up and ready to bring you more pop culture goodness each week. If you enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to hit that subscribe button so you never miss a moment of action. We'd love to hear your thoughts, suggestions, and even your own pop culture discoveries.
0: Connect with us on social media at Woken Pretty Podcast on Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok.
1: We're always thrilled to chat with fellow pop culture enthusiasts. Until next time, keep riding those pop culture waves stay in the know with current events, and most importantly, keep embracing your woke and pretty self. Thanks for joining us on this wild ride. And remember, the conversation doesn't stop here. So until we meet again, keep spreading the woke and pretty vibes.